Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Chatter on Live Planning 101. Matt, Irvin, and Aaron Kennedy with you today. Aaron, first and foremost, how was Thanksgiving for you? Oh, man. I I was talking to a friend this morning, and I told him I still have gravy on my brain. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Loved it. Absolutely loved it. That's great. Favorite holiday. Always good to have some good family time, and and it helps keep us centered in this, uh, I guess, on the reason for the season, right? That's right. And uh, yours is a bigger question. you got little ones. Yeah, it's always fun, and I'm so glad that my love for pumpkin pie has uh, passed down to my little ones, so now it's almost a fist fight for the last slice you know and then uh anyway it's, before we it's get great. started sure uh, i think it was uh thanksgiving evening all i had was pie for dinner oh goodness there was i think we had five different pies out there uh pumpkin pecan uh-huh. there was like a, a lemon chess um and anyways i just tore through it that was my dinner and it was fantastic. Uh, well, I love those pies. I had pie for breakfast. That was my go-to. <laughs> so I guess we're both guilty of, of good, sound nutrition over the holidays. But uh, so, Aaron, there's a lot going on today, and we're going to try to get through some of it today. Um, but where do you want to start? All right. Uh, this is our big one. So let's talk about what the market's doing. You know, there's some things out there that's pointing to uh, the market being very weak. Okay, let's start off with the bad things. Um, we've been in a bear market. We went past the the twenty percent down. Um, the yield curve is inverted, and this is probably the biggest predictor out there. The three month uh, is yielding more than the the ten year right now. So um, you know if that holds up for let's just say three months, it has has a 100% track record of predicting a recession. So that spread has been widening. Does that does that indicate as much like the, the, the spread, the, in, the amount of the inversion, or is it more just that it's inverted, period? Uh, just that it's inverted, period. Okay. You know, um, I guess if it's more inverted, it's harder to come back. You, know, you can't dip in and out of it when it's, you know, 60 or 70 basis points inverted. But. So just think about what people are willing to do and what people are buying. They're not seeing any short-term opportunities. If they felt that there were short-term opportunities, they'd be buying those super short treasuries mm-hmm. so they could sell them to buy. You sure. know, your liquidity. They're not doing that. They're scared, so they're buying up all the tens and keeping all those rates suppressed. They're not seeing any opportunity, and most of the time the bond guys are really, really good economically and risk-wise, and we we really follow them because they are good at that. So, um, And when you get spreads that tight, I mean, you're talking about points of a percent. That's how they make money, and so they have to be right. Their margin for error is so slim. Excellent point. So, yield curve, highly predictive, uh, saying not good things. Um, Consumer credit is going through the roof. Uh, We haven't seen the consumer take on this kind of debt in a long time. 
So that's worrisome. Um, a lot of it just has to be do with, with paying groceries, filling up their car, you know. Yeah. Your income didn't go up 20%, so what do you do? Well, and some of that, too, we talked about that at one of the dinners, the habits and disciplines that people created when they were flush with cash, right? Yeah. People were allowed to basically spend outside their means because they were making more than they should or, you know, as that stimulus. And, and yeah. it did good for a while, but I don't think people, a lot of people didn't shut things off and turn it down like they should have. Yeah, they didn't stock it away. You got stimulus money, you bought Bitcoin and a Peloton. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and, and now your groceries are more money, so that savings that you should have probably kept is, is just not there. So you're forced right. to look at credits. So. Um, you know, autos went through the roof price-wise, mm -hmm. got really expensive. We're starting to see some auto loan defaults, uh, overspending again. Um, consumer confidence is back down in November, uh, mostly because of fuel and food costs. Mm. And, and we knew this. We've talked about this. There's only so much oil you can sell out of the strategic reserves right. without it start pushing higher. And, and that's where we are. And this is the part of the inflation that the Fed doesn't want to look at, food and fuel. Right. But this is what me and you feel every day. Well, that affects everybody, I yes. mean, to some capacity, because nobody can go without eating, and, and most people are either, you know, they're driving to their job, or they're driving to go see their grandkids, or, or something to that effect, or flying even, you know, they, Thanksgiving was a huge travel day, yes. um, kind of the biggest in, in a while, so... I mean, so that those are two things that affect everybody, versus some of the other discretionary items that could be subjective based on you know region or right. you know personal preference, right? Well, we're fixing to see it. Um, you know, yesterday was Cyber Monday. Um, we had Black Friday, so those are going to be really big consumer spending numbers. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to see how this is all affecting, right? You know how it kind of plays out let's take a quick break right there uh for our first segment here on black and white market chatter on life planning 101. and we're back with our uh second set on the black and white market chatter on life planning 101 talking about some of the consumer purchasing that may or may not have taken place i guess on cyber monday black friday all all the stuff will be a little bit before we get those numbers but yes so i mean this is really what everybody should be watching right now how has this affected the consumer and uh amazon's going to put those numbers out fairly quickly uh we're going to know how much money was spent over the last five days and it's going to give us a really good gauge of where we are, you know, so it's, that's going to be important. So that's all the horrible things pointing to a weak market and a weak economy. It hasn't felt that way this quarter, though. Market's up almost double digits. I don't know where it is as of yesterday, but... Um, you know, depending on what market you're looking at, you're up somewhere between 8 to 11%. Feels pretty good. That feels very good. And it seems weird that the market's doing that. And, and you said it earlier, everybody's fighting the Fed. Right. You know, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, and that's difficult because everybody just wants the Fed to reverse everything that they've just done. Right. And the market is trying to price that in. When will the Fed pivot and start lowering interest rates? Right. What if they don't? What if they, I mean, well, what if they don't next year? Yeah. Um, I think you could go to any elementary school and the kids there would tell you that we're going to be in a recession next year and it's going to be a really mild recession. Right. <laughs> Everybody thinks that. Right. Everybody thinks that. So if it's a mild recession, why would the Fed lower interest rates? It probably wouldn't. They wouldn't. They're still fighting inflation. They, yeah. they want to get it all the way down to two. Right. You know, back to where we were. So if it is mild, this may not turn out to be the huge market rally or it may not be what the market wants. The market wants exciting stocks that do well. You know, big time growth companies. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, all the FANG stocks, all the technology stocks. And those things really need to have really low interest rates or discount rates for those to work. Right. And if inflation stays up higher, where interest rates stay up higher, that part of the market just will not perform like it has in the recent past. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. Well, we should get our next little flavor of, of the Fed. I think they speak this week, and there's some more of the jobs data coming out. And um, we're seeing headlines across the news. There's people laying off, or they will lay off so many by the end of 2023. Yeah. A lot of that's coming out. But one thing they were on the program this morning, they were specifically saying that's not necessarily baked in yet to the data. Yeah. You know, the data is still showing, you know, new unemployments, um fairly stable, uh, kind of low, in fact. The weekly new unemployment yeah. numbers is, is pretty down. So until we start seeing some of that trickle through, I know the Fed's laser focused on the jobs data right now. Yeah, and that's it. That is the key to making the Fed make a decision. What happens to employment? If employment spikes, unemployment spikes, we're not in a mild recession. If we're in a mild recession, we're still fighting for the very last employee and employees, employment stays high and the Fed doesn't act. Right. So now, now we're right back to what exactly is the market pricing in? Right. Well, and, and just to, to tie that back to that consumer spending factor, if everybody's buying on credit right now, are they really worried about losing their job? And so that can be, we'll see how connected that is. You know, if people yeah. are, they're very confident in their job, I don't think it's going to happen. But I was reading something the other day where people got a text overnight. One of, there was a, a company that laid off hundreds of people and they sent them a text the night before and some people didn't get it. They showed up to work and they didn't even have a job left. So it was a big, uh, big controversy, uh, of course, but nonetheless, so we'll see how connected, you know, consumer sentiment is with, with the jobs and we'll have some employment data. So it all ties together. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's all coming together right now. You know, we're going to get a very clear picture of what's going on probably this quarter. Yeah, you know it's it's going to be. Uh, we will have some decision points that we can really dig our feet into at that point. 
take care of it. So Aaron, before we dive into what we're doing in the portfolios, let's take another quick break here on Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. We're back with our third and final portion of our show today of Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. We've been talking about um, what the market's done, what we're looking at for some clarity, and let's kind of dive into what we're doing in the portfolios, Aaron. I think, uh, you know, like I said, it felt pretty good, this last little bit of a rally, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it felt amazing. Um, kind of what I want to start with is how the market normally behaves. And we've brought this up, but um, usually the last third of a market downturn is two-thirds of the move. Okay. Okay. So um, so the most severe pain comes at the end. It's kind right, of what you're, okay. Right, right at the very end. And uh, this hasn't been fun, guys, but it has not been horrible. This has been the most pleasant downturn in the market ever. <laughs> right. You know, it's just a little bit here and a little bit there. And there's no volatility in the market. This is a normal year for almost a volatility standpoint. The only difference is it's going down instead of up. So when you talk about volatility, so it's how, how violent. You said it's been the the i guess the mildest downturn right yeah. well if you like your band-aid ripped off a fraction at a time you're liking this downturn but i think most of us would agree we'll, yeah. we'll rip that band-aid off get done with the pain and go back on to our day exactly right i mean this is i was watching a show last year if i got a wound i want to burn that thing closed yes so be, done, be with done with it right and uh God, we're not there yet no we're not there yet and um if if we do go into a recession next year, there's a higher chance of more market volatility and everything is pointing that way. So, you know, the most important thing right now is not to get sucked in to this rally. Um, there's uh, bear bounces every single downturn and this is, this is no different. Um, I hope that the market comes comes out of this smelling sweet. Maybe this is the end of it, and if it is, we're in good shape. You know, right. I think we've we've gotten, um, if not most of the upside, we we got all of it right. on this this last little part. But you know, if things kind of play out like we've been talking about. We still, we want to make sure we're disciplined enough to still protect our downside instead of reaching for the top. Yeah. And uh, this is difficult. We are behavioral investors and uh, we're human. So I'm, I'm fallible to this as well. Our biggest risk is if the market rips higher. Right. And it, it scares me. So uh, that FOMO stuff, uh, I feel it, right? And uh, I get very nervous when the market's going straight up, and I'm, I'm very nervous right, right now. Right. Well, that's that's what we've been feeling. But you know, I think something to to we we talk about this a lot, but something it's good to, to remind the families that we work with is that we're we're t-ball. Our goal yeah. is to get around the bases 
get get as much of the market upside as we can take as little as the downside we can but we're not trying to hit dangers over the back wall no. you know we're trying to do home run derby here so we want market returns we don't we don't want to give up the upside right but we do want to give up as much of the downside and you know if we can if we can cut down on the losses you know t-ball going up Right. works perfectly that's we right. can still get market returns just a lot less risk and a lot less volatile and that's our that's our goal yeah. and and right now uh, the ideas in our portfolio haven't changed we are super high quality um, we want companies that can weather a storm a recession a mild recession a major recession right um, we want companies that have great are great capital allocators. We want companies that are going to reward shareholders. So we, we like the companies that are paying out dividends and high dividends. We're trying we're trying to eliminate as much of that upside growth as we can. And upside growth. What I'm what I'm meaning there is that the risk is way out in the future. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. I didn't, we we don't want wanna, good growth companies. We don't want to miss returns here. No, but uh, today I, I want a company that is growing sales at 7 and paying me a 3% dividend. Right. You know, I can still get my 10% return instead of a company that's growing at 30. Right. No dividend, you know. Right. I can get my market returns, and that's what we're shooting for. And we can do that a lot less risky. And it goes back to the saying you always say: "This get paid to wait." You know, paid to wait, absolutely. Let's hang through this. So, so we'll get wrapped up today, Aaron. Any last minute uh, words you want to share with us today before we we break off? Oh, this is a fantastic time of year, guys. Uh, just got through Thanksgiving. We got Christmas right around the the corner. Um, Family is the most important thing. Friends are the most important thing. Um, this is time to love on all of them. It's, it's, it's great. I'm yeah. excited. I hope everybody gets to see the people that they love. That's right. We're here to take care of you, and, and we love each and every one of you. So uh, I think that's all for today here on Black and White Market Channel and Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.